0: Welcome to Moot, the podcast where mistakes are guaranteed and our point is Moot. My name is Joe and I am with my brother from A Better Mother, Jeremy. Hello. And today we are going to be talking about World of Warcraft. That's right. And if you don't know what World of Warcraft is, then how the hell do you have internet?
1: (laughs) Uh, I think your nephews told you about it, or your cousin, or...
0: (laughs) I mean, you must have, like, heard of it, surely. It's like, you, you you can't not have heard of it. Even if you never played it, and you think it's for nerds and dorks, and, like, you hate it, like, you still know of it. It's like Star Wars, you can't not know of it.
1: Yeah, or the Beatles, or the Simpsons. The who? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get uh, yeah <laughs> this episode's uh, done
0: <laughs> yeah exactly uh no, screw the simpsons though screw them deeply <laughs> this is stupid i mean they weren't stupid they were they were really funny they were really funny whoa, but, uh, whoa
1: this is this is prime content for our simpsons specific episode as you know.
0: <laughs> I refuse to make a Simpson-specific episode. We ever do that, and I'm, like, literally just gonna find anything and just slash my wrists on it's the podcast.
1: It's the final... Oh, God. That would be... Well, you know what? I- what-, what is your... We-, we have 911. What is your uh, emergency number line? Uh,
0: 113. 113. Okay.
1: Yeah. Guarantee I'll forget it, but I'll try to...
0: <laughs> keep it- Yeah, it's- you- you'll need to remember the country code anyway.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I screwed that up when I was trying to add you guys on... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Was it forty-one? Uh, no,
0: no, no, no. That's like another country. Uh, we have forty-seven. Forty-seven. I know. Forty-one. They just like think they're so high and mighty. What you bastards!
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, World of Warcraft is a game where it is. It, it's a probably the world's most popular MMO. Which also, if you don't know what an MMO is, tough. No, I'm kidding. Is just that basically that one is saying.
0: fair though. That one is fair. You you could know about world of Warcraft and not have a clue what M M&M an MMO is. Yeah. Or an MM. Or uh, an no, MMO. no, you know what an MM is. Exactly. It's the guy who sings, right? He he sings like he's black, but he looks really, really white. He's blonde even.
1: I thought it was the candy that had the peanut butter in the middle. Oh, what <laughs> <laughs> an MMO uh, is basically where you take a character and you focus on one character instead of a whole bunch of people, and you level up. But the the big distinction of MMOs is that it's split between the leveling up and the end game content. And the end game content doesn't start until you hit the max level.
0: So, I'm not actually I'm not I'm not happy with I'm not happy with this description of one of MMOs. MMO is like it's it means massive multiplayer online, right? So it's like a game where you play online with a bunch of people in a persistent world.
1: So if you take our two descriptions and put them together, it's... They, yeah, then you got something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an MMO and it's an RPG. So it's like a role-playing game. Like, think Dungeons and Dragons, but online. And uh, yeah, yeah, like you don't start a new campaign. Like you just, like you keep
1: get making your character stronger and stronger you just play forever and it's really depressing because you can type in slash played and it'll show you how much time you've played but it breaks it down by like month. hours
0: and um, it's really cruel <laughs> it's
1: like, <laughs> yeah it'll say like you've played two straight months on this character but it's spread out over the course of several years and you just think wow i could have done a lot with those two months of time You know that includes.
0: Oh yeah, that is that's such a rough ride because it's like it just it counts all the minutes, right?
1: I wonder who has the most and how much time they've put in because. Oh,
0: I fucking fucking know it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be someone I grew up with. Good God, (laughs)
1: it's (laughs) it's also gonna be years. I mean the time.
0: Yeah, it's it's like they just never left, right? You just plug yourself into the machine like the Matrix. But you know you can't even taste the steak when you buy it. <laughs> you just right click it and then you like sit there for thirty seconds and regain h uh, p
1: how How did you get into how did you get into world of warcraft
0: oh um i got into it the first time i ever was um at a friend's house as as it used to be back in the day right. um and um uh, yeah, I was familiar with the Warcraft universe cuz I had played like Warcraft 3 or at least like a uh, downloaded like an illegally downloaded version of Warcraft 3 on my cousin's laptop and I was like oh this is a cool game. Yeah. Uh, and then when World of Warcraft was there I was like wow it's like that game but I'm like in it, right? And I was I <laughs> thought yeah, it was, it was cool. the coolest ever. Like you go to the Barrens the first time I saw one of those towers that like the guard towers from Warcraft Three, like yeah. in Warcraft Three, you put up a tower, you just build like one for like a, a little wood and some gold, uh, and it'll protect your city, right? Because you'll shoot arrows at people.
1: Because yeah, the then Warcraft One, Two, and saw, Three, the original. Yeah, and I game. saw
0: I saw the one in World of Warcraft, like that, that that arrow tower, the scouting tower for the orcs. Yeah, and it just massacred my mind because I was like, it's like real size. I can walk up into it. It's a, it has an inside. And and like you know, I'm a big undead guy. Like anyone who has any pays any attention knows that. So when I first saw a ziggurat in the Burning Crusade, right in the Ghostlands, I was like, I I don't even remember my reaction, but it was extreme. (laughs) I was a very happy child.
1: It's probably blood all over the walls, you know, spittle just.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just behind the ceiling (laughs) there. Yeah, literally just made a sacrifice in the fucking kitchen. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, first thing I ever did, I was at a friend's house and I got to make a troll hunter. Because at that point, I was really into trolls because I thought they were so cool. Like the the trolls are like, uh, they're like these uh in in Warcraft, they're kind of like these voodoo people. Like they speak with like a Jamaican Haitian accent, right? Mm. Uh, and uh, they're just the coolest like uh, beware of the voodoo you know they're really creepy and uh, yeah I I just got really into their culture and they have like those kind of like uh, voodoo masks everywhere and they you know contact the spirits and they do poisons and all sorts of stuff so making a hunter I thought it was super cool I could be a troll I could sneak through like the brush and then I got a scorpion as a pet and I was like oh
1: Life is so great. scorpion. Right now. This sounded like a very Norwegian thing to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. The scorpion. No, that was the that was the exotic bit. Because uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was great. But I I remember also the first name I ever had was Oosterkuk, which is just the dumbest name ever. Like it's a banable name. For fuck's sake, it's Norwegian. It means cheese cock. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you're like you're 12 years old and also like you're sitting next to a friend so you don't like want to be lame and make a proper name yeah and that is one of my biggest regrets in life that, that, that troll hunter deserved
1: better you've lived a very good life frankly is it? no <laughs>
0: but you know what they say they say don't regret anything because whatever bad shit happened to you in your life it's all led to where you are now of course if you're in a bad place now you should be pissy about all of it but you know
1: yeah you should go back so
0: what about you how did you get introduced to the world of wowcraft
1: it was also through a friend and this this friend and i uh his name's jared we've been friends since third third grade and he he introduced me to the first Warcraft games too, and the first the first three Warcraft games were army building games. So you would build an entire base. So as you said, you'd like build a tower, but you'd build you know ten towers, and you'd build yeah. a, a whole bunch of other buildings and a bunch of guys. And the, what was cool about the the original three games is that they came with these manuals. Back when manuals were a thing, and the developers worked hard on them, that the manuals had extensive backstory. I mean, they had Um, They had short stories for every single one of the playable races, which meant in Warcraft three, they had four different races. They had four short stories, uh, well-written like fantasy stories. And then they had different factions. So in in Warcraft one and two, they had a list of all the orc factions, all the human factions, what their, their heraldry was like their, their flags, what they, where they lived and what they were about and what their leaders were like. And there was just, it was so immersive and there was so much detail. That when you went to play the game, it was immersive. But then, as you said, I go to my friend's house. The same guy that introduced me to Warcraft one and two, yeah. um, and he's playing. Him, him and his brother are playing uh, World of Warcraft. And this was right before Burning Crusade came out. And they were doing some heroic or some raid with their guild, and they they were fighting the same boss. They they must have they, they died like three or four times while we were in the room watching them. Uh, but it was it was really interesting, and it, I thought it was so cool that he was able to play with his brother. And he was trying to convince us, like you know, get into it, get into it. And it was, I think, our senior year of high school or something. And I and I said no, I, I'll get addicted to this. Like I knew I would. <laughs> I knew looking at it that it would be bad for me. And so he he was kind of he was semi persistent about it. And I and I wound up when I went to college, I came back during the summers, and I didn't have a job
0: i uh, sorry to interrupt you but i'm like just kind of stunned that you had like the the, the wherewithal to even think like that at high school <laughs> <laughs> to think like
1: oh to, to say this, no to like, different- this
0: is this is this is going to be bad for me i'm i i should not do this the <laughs> fact that you even thought in like those kind of ways that's just amazing to me because i don't do that now
1: i don't know i was pr- i mean it didn't help because I still wound up playing the game and it did like absorb like a year and a half of my life. (laughs) I mean, it it totally, maybe two, two and a half. I don't, I I think if you, if you talk to people from that time in my life, they'll tell you I was impulsive enough that any sort of critical thought I might've had never did me any good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel too bad.
0: oh that's good that's good at least i thought i was talking to superman here for a second
1: no 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 i i did the dumbest shit it's all right (laughs) (laughs) for for another episode that can be for a simpsons episode we'll talk about that dumb shit we're not dinner well then then you'll never get to hear about the dumb shit i do no we will we will (laughs) don't worry we will this is this is a hot subject i I really don't want to have a simpsons episode i haven't watched much of it anyway the show for stupid people
0: if you like The Simpsons, that's fine. But, you know, you're, you're dumb for it. Keep it to yourself.
1: Don't...
0: Yeah. It's like a dick, you know. It's fine to you, do You be happy with it. You enjoy it. But, you know, don't shove it down my throat.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no unsolicited pictures, but I wouldn't like that either. So both. Both are out. Yeah. I would
0: rather receive a dick pic than, hear you talk about The Simpsons?
1: Interesting. Noted. Well, I'll keep that yeah. in mind. I mean, neither is welcome,
0: so you know, don't don't take it the wrong way.
1: <laughs> What's the right way? To, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I started playing when Burning Crusade came out. It was there were probably there was about like six months left of Burning Crusade, and I started playing with my friend. And I made a little gnome because he was playing the Alliance. I wanted to play the I wanted to play Horde, but he had already played Alliance. So I made this gnome named coming at you and it was a gnome rogue (laughs) and i got him to like level 55 i got him to level 55 and then my friend stopped playing for a while and i was like well if that's the case i'm gonna switch to undead so i switched servers and i made an undead mage called sterility um because at the time i didn't want to have kids when i grew up so i was like well i'll make this this undead guy that that can't physically is unable to have kids name him sterility and he, yeah he was my main mm-hmm. character and i played i got him to max level right when wrath of the lich king came out so then i got him to max level a second time because they increased the level cap they got him to, i got him to max level again and then we just i played the crap out of wrath of the lich king and that's
0: I, so crazy to me that you managed to get so many at max level back then because it was really it was it was really difficult to do it back then. It was like it took a long time and the content was hard to play.
1: It was. It was and I only had 3. I had uh my mage which I played all the time. I made a rogue because I just like stealth and I like that Yeah,
0: you're a sneaky fucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I made a paladin. And much later, near the end of Wrath of the Lich King, I made a priest that I, I never maxed out, uh and his name his name was mm, Boys. If that makes you feel better,
0: <laughs> I wish you had maxed him out. It made me feel worse. <laughs> I wish he had been your main character.
1: <laughs> mm, <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't mm. my main character. Yeah. I had seen people. I had seen people healing in raids, and my paladin was fun to play. But he, he, paladins are not fun healers because you're just you're just a tank healer, and you do these like big bomb heals. But it's really difficult to heal for a whole raid. And I would watch priests just like flat like throwing bubbles all over the place and mass healing everybody, and that looked super awesome. <laughs> it's really fun.
0: Oh yeah, there's, there's that old song that's hilarious. It's like a World of Warcraft song uh how do i i I don't fucking remember how it goes but it was basically just making fun of all the stereotypes for the characters and <laughs> uh, when they got to paladin it was singing like you think you're a warrior but you're just a guy who never heals <laughs> i mean <laughs> obviously i'm tone deaf like fuck but you know it's it's a great song we'll put we'll put it in the description
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i I, I don't know. What what did you what, what's your favorite part of WoW? Like what do you like doing in it? Oh, I'm
0: uh, I'm not really a competitive player. I'm, I'm that's the thing, right? Like I get uh people sometimes think I'm a really competitive guy, but I'm just really intense. Uh, like um I thought it was the most fun part was exploring the world. And uh like you you would have thought I would have been excellent for like an RP realm or something, but I can't stand it I've tried to get into it I had a girlfriend who was really into an RP realm so all my characters are, all, are, are on an RP realm mm-hmm. and I try to get into it uh, I try to get into Dungeons and Dragons too because I really like the idea of it yeah. but unless you're like drinking copious amounts of booze it is very cringy to me uh, the RP and realms I, are I, I, I'm trying my best to get into it too like I, I, really, I really work, work it because I love the idea of it I think it's a beautiful concept. But yeah, so I would just travel the world. Uh, I enjoyed that tremendously. Just checking out the different sites. Uh, and uh, I would be like collecting cool items that I thought looked cool. Like I'm I'm big on aesthetics. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, that also means that I make new characters all the time. I've since stopped doing that. I mean, since I've stopped playing WoW totally. But, you know, before I stopped playing that, I did. Um, uh, managed to like stick to like one. One class per. Uh, faction, uh, that's not interesting to anyone. Uh, I would I would uh travel around. I would pick up shit, and I would be like, oh, this robe is really cool. This is t- totally black robe. Oh, look like a, a, a dark staff that looks like a scythe. Oh, my undead skag is gonna want to walk around with this thing, uh. Which of course meant that my highest level character ever before cataclysm was like a level 33 warrior
1: yeah
0: yeah Yeah, i i I never leveled high so like a lot of end game content i've never been an end game player like at at most i've done dungeons that were current
1: (laughs) sure sure yeah Oh, that's, that's, yeah, I was the exact opposite. I mean, I, I min-maxed everything that I could and I joined. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I joined, um, the guild, the guild that I joined on my server, we were the ones, we were the only ones that, we weren't a huge server. We we would oscillate between low and medium population. Usually when something would come out when there'd be a big patch or something would happen there would be a lot of people that would be on and we would we'd bump up to medium but we were usually on low uh and so the only guild that beat arthas before wrath of the lich king ended was the guild that i was in and oh that's cool and i really wanted to beat arthas because he's one of the main protagonists slash antagonists of warcraft 3 so it was to have
0: he's how- the anti-hero turn antagonist
1: yeah, yeah. Well, he actually—he's the protagonist in one campaign. Then you play him in another campaign, and you're the antagonist. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, he's—he's—he's the—he's the protagonist
0: up until like the last few missions. When he starts slaughtering innocent people,
1: comes more of an antihero. Who, who who are infected? He has a sort of reason to do it, ish.
0: I, I actually, I yeah, I, I side with Arthur completely on the Stratom Tom situation. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to let all of them turn to zombies and then you're going to kill them? Because right. that's then you're just risking the lives of your men.
1: Although it would be crazy if, you know, everything's normal. So Stratholme is this city, and in Warcraft 3, you are playing this prince. You're playing the prince of the humans in yeah. Lordaeron. And, and
0: he- uh, there, up until this point in the story, like, there's been um, you discover that there's a magical plague gripping the land uh, and it's, it's being transmitted through uh, grain shipments that are infected and once you eat from those there's only a matter of time until you turn into an undead monstrosity your mind is no longer your own you serve like the dreadlord Malganis and you will start like clawing at your own family and it, yeah, you, it's basically like tearing down a nation from the inside
1: yeah and, and Arthas shows up to this big city and it, it has been the entire city has consumed this grain and everybody's infected. And I think it would be really crazy to be in this big city that feels safe. And you, your stomach's a little queasy, you got kind of a headache. So you go to lie down, and all of a sudden, the crown prince, who's this renowned paladin, who's this like heroic and just guy, busts down your door and then beats you to death with a hammer.
0: Yeah, he just kills you. <laughs> You're just staring through the window before he gets to your house and you're just seeing your neighbors being killed one by one. Yeah. Not but understanding it, anything. He might run pretty into pretty the much. street and be like, "What's happening, my lord?" you know. And uh yeah, then you're, you know, the response is a hammer blow.
1: <laughs> his soul's pretty much gone though by the time they get up to northern End, because even when he goes to take the sword and it kills his dwarf friend Meridan. Yeah. When Meridan dies and he he just He's like, ah, well, at least I got the sword. Like he doesn't give a shit.
0: Yeah, he's just walking over the dead body of his friend to get this cursed sword. But I mean, at this point as well, Arthur still thinks he's doing the right thing. Like he's sacrificed a lot, he's betrayed a lot of people to get to like basically the North Pole or Norway. I mean, if you go by it. <laughs> <laughs> Northrend. Actually, if you live if you're in the northern Europe on the old Wow servers, it's called Northrend. Um uh, no, the Warcraft service. Uh, but yeah, uh, so he's basically up in this f- frozen wasteland. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's like... He was recalled, like the guy who used to be his mentor, who refused to slaughter Stratholme, with him, the city. He has talked to the king, right? And he's recalled the whole expedition. And Arthas is just like, you know, furious. So he... he his own ships, so that Arthas' army won't be able to follow the orders of, of the king. And he then he blames this own on the ships. mercenaries and has all of his, like, he has his, basically his army of humans slaughter these like trolls and ogres and these people who fought for Arthas. And he's yeah. just saying that they're beasts who are like against them.
1: Yeah. He, he, he. you cut out there. So I'm just going to say he sinks his own ship so his men can't go home. The king oh, be. yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it, he's a treasonous cunt throughout the whole thing, right? Well, not treasonous, but you know.
1: He's just, then he comes back home and kills his own dad. Kills the kids. he does. He does, <laughs> which but, is an awesome cinematic, by the way. I think it's great.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you that's, doing, that's, my
1: son? <laughs>
0: succeeding you,
1: father. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, but anyway, I, when when I thought that Wrath of the Lich King had Arthas as the main bad guy, and I thought it was so cool that you got to kill him, and so. I didn't want to raid that much because I knew raiding was time-consuming. I didn't realize. I knew it was time-consuming going in. And even though I spent an entire summer with, with no job between college semesters, just basically playing WoW, it was still way more time-consuming than I realized because we would have to farm, we'd have a whole evening where we'd have to spend like two hours farming materials. So we would just go around mining and fishing and doing whatever we needed to get stuff to make mats for the, for the guild then we would have to do we'd have to farm certain items on certain nights because there are a ton of raids you can do each week but you can only do them once and they reset once a week so each night you would have a different raid you'd have to do to get your gear up and then you'd have to make your attempt at the at the raid that was Arthas's raid and it was just really challenging and then then we had a lot of DPS, and luckily my mage had really good gear because they were trying to get me to gear my paladin and tank it, but I, was a, I wasn't really a good yeah. tank. They
0: DPS means damage per second, by the way. It's like how, how fast you can hit stuff.
1: Yeah, it, it can also mean dipshit sometimes if people know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it, was, it wound up being a ton of work, so I, I raided a whole bunch, and we killed Arthas, and it was totally worth it. But then we started selling runs to other guilds, to other people who would pay like enormous amounts of gold to get run through to get the, the Arthas achievement. And
0: yeah, that can't have sat right with you.
1: I didn't care. Well, I didn't care at that point because I was like, well, I already killed Arthas and I'm not going to play the next. I knew I wasn't going to play when Cataclysm came out. As soon as the next, next expansion came out, because the problem is they, they up the level cap every new expansion which means all the gear that you've spent years farming is just obsolete in like four seconds. Cause you'll, you'll start the new expansion, you'll kill a monster and they'll drop a piece of green gear that far outstrips anything that you've already got equipped. And you're like, well, time to replace, you know, the old menagerie. And you just start, you just start. Dropping yeah,
0: stuff. I think that's a huge problem with the World of Warcraft progression system is that to progress, you kind of have to, like, yeah when you make an expansion, it ha- there has to be progression for everyone, right? From the highest raiders to the lowest, like, me's. Um, and so whatever gear comes has to be better than what was before, right? Yeah. And you have to have a reason to, to level up. Like, there has, to be, there has to be something that makes everyone more powerful and not just the people who dedicated their lives to the previous expansion.
1: Yeah, and, and the, the power creep is also kind of insane because it it'll, it got to a point where there were characters who had stats like a raid boss, like Death Knights and tanks and stuff. Oh, like
0: they more than some raid bosses even. Like they had like like I remember that at some point you were counting HP, like the hit points, the health. You were counting it in the millions.
1: Yeah, it was in the millions, and they had to redo all the stats for all the gear and just kind of rebalance everything so that way the stats were normal again. Because it became so, the numbers were so high, and they were they were coming so fast. Like if you dotted something, there'd be so many different stats popping up, but just just tens to hundreds of thousands of damage popping up all at the same time. I'd you- be
0: shocked if no one had a seizure from that shit. <laughs> It was
1: just difficult to keep track, and it was difficult to kind
0: of. Yeah, it's, it's obscene, right? And it's not even fun. Like, uh, like uh, big numbers can be impressive and exciting, but excessively, it detracts from the fun of it more than anything.
1: Not yeah, like, not if
0: everybody's it, doing it, it. Doesn't yeah, because then it doesn't feel like a big number. Like yeah. you get six million damage, but like if everyone has sixty million health, it doesn't feel like a big number anymore, right? It's like getting a like participation trophy. It just feels bad
1: exactly did you you play wow classic
0: uh yeah I, I did play it a bit yeah i enjoyed it tremendously too i brought back a lot of old memories
1: are they also doing it, it looks like they're doing expansions for that because i thought i saw an advertisement that way. Uh, yeah I, I, they've been
0: talking about it since the start right because they don't know exactly how they're going to do it like if they're going to do expansions expand on it because that kind of it's stupid almost because then all you're ending up with is just a slower version of the current game. Yeah. So I think they have they have like different thoughts on it. What are gonna do? Like if they're gonna have uh, vanilla WoW, like the original game, just be its own thing, and then you can transfer your characters over to a Burning Crusade game, but you can still keep like molten core and stuff be end game content for the old old thing. So like they're in separate phases, kind of.
1: So you can kind of, like customize how you play it.
0: Yeah, so you can decide which expansion you want to be the current expansion, you know? That's good. Cool. Um, and they also talked about maybe just creating, like, an alternate timeline for World of Warcraft. Because there was a lot of expansion ideas Blizzard had back in the day that they didn't do. Like, um, their infamous, like, Dragon Isles, right?
1: Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah.
0: yeah, right. So they might like make an expansion around that because they did have concept art and ideas for that expansion. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the 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 residue of the idea for it was in the game, which is where all the theories came from.
1: I think my favorite because <coughs> I played a lot of PvP also, and I like arenas because arenas are the the fastest way to get PvP gear. And
0: PvP it... is player versus player. And... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyone who clicked on this thing fucking knows these things. What am I? I doing? don't think we need to find this. Who am I helping?
1: Go <laughs> Go look up an MMO glossary. Look up the terms, read them, read through them and, you know, yeah. email us personally if you want to talk about it. We'll...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I not giving it if it actually helped anyone, please let me know. <laughs> like it would stun me. It would astound me and it would please if, me.
1: If someone's if someone's 29 minutes into a World of Warcraft podcast episode and they're like, oh, that's what PvP is. Shit. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, so the so end game, like I, I always gravitated toward PvP stuff because I really liked fighting other players. I, I love competition and I loved, I remember the one time I went to Stranglethorn Vale and I was doing some quests. I, I had doubled back. I don't know if I was trying to get like a pet or I was doing a quest for some other thing, but I saw like a random uh, Alliance player and I was like, ah, well, I'm, I'm a maxed out mage. i will go kill him. So I did. And his body didn't disappear. And, you know, I was, I wasn't trying to like camp him because when you kill it, when you kill a guy, like the ghost runs back to the body and you don't have to respawn. You can just like sit by your body and just like watch around you
0: yeah, and wait for like a safe moment to then reclaim your body.
1: Yeah, and I was farming something out in the jungle and and I remember the body was still there and the body was still there and then all of a sudden a max level death knight appears. So the guy had gotten on to his main and showed up. And so he he starts fighting me with his death knight and I killed his death knight. <laughs> <laughs> and I Oh,
0: s- that's 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 like a real blow to your like you're walking in the jungle, you get killed by this fucking monkey, and, you, and then you go like, okay, okay, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna teach this sucker a lesson. I'm gonna get on my main character, and I'm gonna cream him in that jungle, and then you get killed by the same fucking monkey.
1: <laughs> oh, it gets better. It, the the story gets better because he this this is obviously there were a lot of times where my body got farmed, and I wasn't like the greatest player in the world, but this was this was one of the highlights that I remember that I was I was proud of. So. This guy's body disappears, which I know means he respawns. So I start spamming stuff and I blink right on top of him. I teleport right on top of him, frost nova him and then kill him again because he's only he's at low health. So then I'm like, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm going to camp him. And so <laughs> I sit up on the, in the leaves, like up looking down on the body and a few minutes go by and he doesn't respond. And I'm like, I, and I start getting tired. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's not going to respond at all. And then I get sapped, so I know a rogue's in the area. And then the rogue opens on me, and I, I, canceled, I canceled his stun with my trinket and then blinked. And I start fighting the rogue while the death knight is respawning, and now he's eating. He's over in the corner, like, restoring his health. And so I wound up fighting both of them, and I killed them both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so savage. Oh, it gets better.
1: So then it gets better. (laughs) It gets better. So they both respawn at the same time, and a and a second Death Knight appears, and and they're all from the same guild. So the second Death Knight appears and starts attacking me as I'm fighting the second Death Knight. The first two are now eating and waiting, and then they come after me. After right as I'm about to finish up the Death Knight, the first Death Knight and the Rogue come charging after me at full health. And I, I wound up killing all three of them at the same time. And I'm I'm laughing at my keyboard. And My sister is watching me and she had started playing WoW at this point because she got, she got into it much heavier later on after I had stopped playing. But she she's watching me play it and she kind of has an understanding of what's going on and she's laughing too. And the, all three of them respawn again. I kill all three of them again. But this time it's easier because when you respawn, you're at low health. So I was able to pick them off. And then yeah. I see like, Seven dudes from the guild just come charging down Stranglethorn. Oh my god! So I pieced out. I, I got on my they, mount and
0: ran away. They brought in the cavalry. Yeah, at that point you're like just tactical retreat, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, it was it was, it was fun. It, it, I miss that kind of stuff. I miss I miss World player versus PvP. player. I miss going to like Darkshore or whatever that uh, that village, that ghost village is, the the alliance village, and. Kind of oh
0: yeah yeah it's called uh duskwood duskwood
1: yeah that's what it, yeah there was a there was a dragon over there that would drop a mount that's in that like circular sort of valley thing surrounded by mountains yeah
0: it's like the, one of those little emerald dream portals yeah. yeah yeah i think that was also a planned expansion or something because they never did anything
1: with those no but they were cool and they got you mounts
0: yeah, I mean they were all over the world, right? They were in different places. Yeah, there was one in Feralos too, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they they had those gates. It was like really impressive, like elven gates that were protected by dragons and other like dragon kin, like uh, humanoid creatures that were clearly draconic.
1: <laughs> did you did you ever hear about speaking of ganking? Did you ever hear about Angwe? No. Angwe is was this rogue, and this was original World of Warcraft. I think this was before Burning Crusade. This is when it was brand new. Um Angwe was a rogue character who hung out around he hung he hung out in that path that goes to Menethil Harbor. So Oh yeah, I
0: like that place.
1: Yeah, so so the Alliance the Alliance and Horde have different questing areas. They share some questing areas like Stranglethorn Vale, but
0: yeah. Somewhere like contested territory
1: yes but you had when you were like level 15 or 20 you had to run to menethil harbor and then take the boat there and get to the next zone and so one of the there was this horde player that his name was Angwe, and he he would he set up shop in the mountains there and he would just gank alliance running through like low level alliance but the thing was is he was stacked with with all the PvP stuff and he was a really good player. So when people would bring their mains in, he would just kill them too. And he was so feared that the the server built a series of guides for either getting through that area or killing him. Because this was before mages could cast portals and stuff. So you can just like walk up to him. <laughs> the mages That's could tell so
0: Great, the guy built himself a career as a bandit and got a reputation that you know made blizzard intervene
1: <laughs> no blizzard didn't intervene blizzard did nothing they, oh. Just, they oh, just oh yeah when you said the server it. i was like
0: thinking like the fucking server itself set up like guides <laughs> to help him
1: no like the guilds the guilds on the server, on the the, the alliance guild started passing around these guides it was like oh if you're playing a hunter or a druid you can do these things
0: oh that's <laughs> even better that's that, that's because I, I was thinking like you know the south park episode you know right yeah. yeah, but that's even better. They have like a, a culture on a realm that's designed to protect fucking travelers on the road.
1: Yeah, this whole server was it was just scared shitless of this guy, and you would have to pay. So you could pay for bodyguards, but you would have to pay five ten gold to get through. And the thing is, is that a market built up around making safe transport, like you know, safe passage through this area. But five oh or ten god. gold back then was a lot because it took forever to get that. And especially as a low-level player, most people wouldn't have it. So the most of the time, the people that could afford it were people that already had max characters that could give money to their alts. So
0: oh my god, that is so cool. <laughs> I had no idea this was a thing.
1: Yeah, he was a pretty famous, like he was a phenomenon at the time. And he's he's been in all sorts of like lists of Crazy stuff that has happened, or like whatever. I
0: wonder where he is now. <laughs> I'm they should not make sure. like a should make like a behind the blow episode about him.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He he. Angway said he he would post in, in message boards and forums around the time. This is back in like 2005. This is a while ago. But there there are still people have screenshots of him. Talking about it, and he he made an alliance character so he could sit in cities and listen to people complain about him. (laughs) He would write down the stuff they'd say and put it into a document. He's like, "Yeah, I just go through and read it when I'm having a bad day. It makes me feel so much better."
0: Oh God, what a terrific guy! Oh, that's so cool. He's a hero. I mean, he's not really he's a fucking bandit, but he's a hero.
1: Yeah, I mean, he spent endless hours. Because someone asked him, like, "How much time have you spent?" The other thing was, it seemed like he was always there. Because you could take your chance and just run through and hope that he was sleeping or, you know, actually doing something. But he he was just there like 16 hours a day when somebody he, asked him. You know, he's, you.
0: Like, he's like one of those NPCs, you know, like when you get a quest to kill, like a bear, that's like in, in the, the story in the game is that this bear is making travel impossible or is like killing a lot of people and you have to kill this bear to get through this place, right? yeah he's that but he's real
1: right (laughs) yeah yeah he is
0: (laughs) he's like a fucking real quest mob
1: (laughs) world of warcraft Warcraft has really built up a lot of awesome stories over time
0: (laughs) oh it's a wonderful thing
1: all right i'm gonna take a brief i'm gonna do a brief interlude here um and give our our sponsor a a quick shout out This episode is brought to you by Riker's Bedpans. These high-quality cannabis-made bedpans are biodegradable, affordable, and pine-scented. Now available in hemp, Riker's Bedpans—either shit or get off the pot. <laughs> oh, that's sweet! Nice and tasteful. Very say. classy.
0: Classy with a K. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Do you, uh, speaking of stories, I mean, these are all the famous, like a lot of people know these stories. Would you ever hear about um, the, 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 the funeral murder massacre? No. This is an interesting one because it, it was both sad and hilarious. Like it's one of those things that kind of walks the line. So, so there's this Alliance Guild whose character, whose one of the people in their guild died in real life. Very sad and that's
0: that's tragedy
1: it, it is and that is you know moment of silence respectful sort of thing and so they they decided to set up a funeral but what they did was they did the funeral in the guy's favorite zone or something and it was a contested zone so they told everybody to lay down their weapons you know you weren't allowed to have anything equipped and you just show up and you stand in line, and a lot of people wore just like regular robes and stuff, like they took off all their armor too, so they, they made this line, and they walked up to this lake, and they had the, you know, they had the guy, they were going to honor him, but one of the horde guilds found out they were doing this, so they waited until everybody, they had rogues, you know, in stealth, kind of watching. Oh my
0: scenes. god, the classless act
1: of <laughs> fucking oh no yeah you know what's coming next so they 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 come they come they come charging down the hill and run straight at this funeral procession and just murder everybody there oh my god just massacre and the thing is
0: no no (laughs) come on the humanity oh it's like the red wedding but worse
1: yeah, I mean it was. Oh. And the
0: thing was, is it was hilarious. Isn't there enough death in this world of <laughs> Warcraft?
1: <laughs> yeah. So that that was that was kind of a crappy one, but it's also you know it's kind of funny.
0: Oh, that is that is it's it's beautiful that they would do that. It's horrible that they would do that, and it's <laughs> hilarious that it all happened.
1: Yes and i think the I mean, thing that can be uh, split...
0: rest in rest in peace uh unnamed player but i mean now you're remembered even more so <laughs> you know silver lining yeah
1: yeah there's a uh, uh, i think the only thing that you can say about that that's like okay well this this isn't too bad is that you know i think if i died and people wanted to honor me in my favorite video game to have it turn into just an all-out bloodbath slash brawl would be a great way to feel honored. You know, the fact that they, they, oh, yeah. that the, his guild decided to make this tribute to him and the fact that it turned into this so now beautiful, semi-famous event.
0: I mean, because the, the name of the game is World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you, you want to be honored, but you also want to be honored in the spirit of the game you loved. And that is a bloodbath by a funeral <laughs> uh,
1: what about uh, the the plague?
0: Oh what about the plague
1: the, the big plague event
0: Oh like uh, the the lore wise thing
1: no, no 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 not not uh, so the glitch the glitch that led to
0: oh yeah i heard about that honestly man like these kind of old school stories i don't you you do the telling
1: okay all right well so this, this one's a good one too because psychologists and, and sociologists actually study this as and i'll explain why in a second so this was a this was a different event where there's this boss had a plague that if he infected any of your characters with it it would spread to everybody around them. And the spread chance was either really high or 100%. And it would kill you no matter what you did. Like it was really difficult to heal through it. So with, with, with fighting this boss, I didn't fight the boss. This is, this is pretty early on, but uh, I had logged in to see this particular nonsense um, because this was, I don't know if I logged in under my friend's account. I don't know if this was before I started playing everything back that, that <laughs> time is kind of hazy for various reasons but the the way it worked was hunters realized that if hunters have pets and they realized that if they put their pet away while the pet was infected with the plague when they brought it out later it would have the plague on it so what oh they, no <laughs> so what they did was oh, oh 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 yo no no i
0: know what's going to happen now
1: Yeah, so the hunters went through to went to the bosses on purpose, would would get their pets infected, put them away, and then release them in major cities.
0: Oh the
1: plagues, the plagues would devastate everybody. They would they would wipe out all the NPCs, they'd wipe out the city's boss, they would wipe out like the auctioneers, they would wipe out all the other players. And so if you're just some level two player, level six player just made it to the big city, and you're like, trying to go to the auction house for the first time it would, it would kill you you know. and, and there were this, a lot of this really is, confused is this
0: people. is why I don't think what Arthas did was bad <laughs> this is why I think Arthas was right to call home. <laughs> see what happens when you don't fix the plague <laughs> you know <laughs> like you can be a bleeding heart if you want but you know sometimes a mallet is the way to cure disease
1: let it be known, Joe is, p- Joe is pro-genocide when it comes to preventing plague.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I know, like, you're not supposed to do genocide. I am on that side. I'm on the, on the page. I agree. But we've all seen Resident Evil, you know? Sometimes you just need to purge the city. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's a nuclear option. You're like, yeah, it's, it's, you're not, you're, you, ideally you don't use it. But you have it for a reason. (laughs) And sometimes the nuclear option is just a mallet.
1: Well, people yeah, people can be the the whole point of some people would play World of Warcraft for different reasons. Like you and I. Like you 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 like exploring. I like building a character that can that can stomp on endgame stuff. And some people like collecting mount. I have a friend who is apparently he's he knows he's in the top one hundred mount collectors. Out of all the servers, period. And that's
0: pretty fucking cool.
1: He he thinks he's in the top 50. I tried to contact him before the episode and I and I couldn't get a hold of him because I wanted to see exactly what the real numbers are. I'll put them in the description later. But uh (laughs) he's he lives to collect like he loves mount collecting. He says he spends just oodles of money on it every year, just trying to get every single mount that he possibly can. And he's been playing since damn near the beginning. So he has all the stuff that you can't get anymore you know whatever those are I, I don't know i don't remember anything about the mounts but there are a lot of different reasons to play the game some people just play just to be a dick like like you <laughs> I okay i can we, we were we were playing in high or after high school when i first started playing i was playing with another friend of mine and this third person who was who Found out who we were that we like actually played wow, and he happened to be on the same server as us, and he was um he was kind of a bully in school and he was strange he was uh I don't want to say too much but anyway he he wanted to play with us and and he he just kept telling us what to do he's like, you know hey, guys give me gold, give me money we' are getting like irritated, so then we just started messing with him, you know like we would get on the boat to we would get on like a boat or a zeppelin, and we'd right before the boat would leave the zone we'd jump off and swim back to shore and then he'd be stuck in a different zone <laughs> <laughs> and then we would we would cancel the party so he couldn't find us we just like do stuff like that like he he we were getting sick of him. <laughs> yeah yeah he was he was driving in fact actually Angway has a story about that like he, <laughs> there was a quote oh. of going back to Angway. he had, he had that
0: for him come on he's a guy struggling socially <laughs> he had I'm said, "On a oh, that's so
1: sad." He, he he had said that he would wait also at the harbor, but he would he would let them run all the way to Menethil Harbor so they would think they were safe. He'd be like, "Oh, I got past you know the mountains. I got past you know the, the spot," and then he would gank them while they were on the boat. And the boat, nah, would
0: I carry... don't feel so bad for him now. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> the boat would carry like you know their dead body out, but then there were sometimes there would be problems there there would be glitches where the boat would take the body away but the ghost would appear and the body wouldn't be there so there's
0: guards on the boat like wouldn't he like usually get killed by them i don't know i don't know they need better
1: guards if not (laughs) this is a while ago i mean this is 2005 so
0: yeah they may not even had guards on the boat maybe i put the guards on the boats because of people like
1: him Maybe I'm. Maybe he was killing them on the docks and not on the boat.
0: No, they have guards on the docks too. Right? But maybe they, maybe they like. I'm thinking, maybe they placed those guards there because of people like him. That's possible. Because there's a guards in a lot of places that it like you wouldn't have thought there would be guards.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like now, every NPC camp in the game has guards, and I think I think people like him may have inspired that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Probably, I mean maybe that maybe that's what made Blizzard go like now we got to do something, apparently, yeah. it's not enough to station guards around the city. we have to do it on the boats too,
0: <laughs> yeah put guards around every single camp
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> keep <the> peace <laughs> so go back to going back to this plague thing, so that they would re- they would let the, this plague loose, and the problem was would was that people would respond and immediately die to the plague again, so Blizzard eventually had to shut down entire servers and they would shut it down. They would restart it, but the player's pets would still have the plague. So So they they
0: just do it over again.
1: They would do it over again. So eventually they had to, they had to shut down the entire like mechanic and like redo it. So that way it wouldn't, it wouldn't trigger because they were, they just kept wiping out cities and disease infectious disease experts and sociologists study that event for like pandemic outbreaks and stuff. I mean, obviously it hasn't helped much with COVID because we haven't learned anything. Or maybe it was the perfect test run for COVID. Maybe it's like, yeah, you know what? People are going to spread plague however they can if they if they're able to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe that maybe that inspired the creation of COVID. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Like someone just brings like a sick bat to work or something, and they go like, you know, I was at a boss battle earlier. I'm going to release this bat into the office and see what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm, I remember it on a game when I was a kid. This is going to be a great idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there there were other things you could do like that too, like stitches, the big, you know, st- stitched together guy, which Paul actually has a little stuffed stitches. Little stuffed. Oh, that's so cute. He's a, It's an adorable stuffed animal. I mean, his entrails are hanging out and he's like all, you know, stitched together, but he's, he's an, he's, a legitimately awesome stuffed animal. I think it's great.
0: Oh, yeah. I kind of want one, too.
1: You could you could kite. There was that one quest where Stitches would march on Darkshire. Yeah. He would attack it. But if you aggroed him, you could kite him to other, other zones. He wouldn't disappear. So you could bring oh. him all the way to, like, Elwyn Forest and just set him loose on a bunch of level ones.
0: Oh, poor bastards. <laughs> oh, yeah. While we're on that topic, uh, you know, uh, uh, Goldshire, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember um, back in the day when I was a fresh-faced player, there was a gnome warlock standing in Goldshire. Because there was a thing warlocks were able to do in the beginning of the game. Because there's like this really big, impressive demons that they can summon. But back in the day, they had to gather all sorts of regents and shit to summon them. Yeah, like it was a whole ritual, almost like summoning a demon in real life. Oh, you can't, but you know, if you were gonna, you'd have to do a whole thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and they would collect these regents, and then they would summon like a doom guard or an infernal. An infernal is just massive green rock monstrosity of fire and death, right?
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a rock golem with green fire. It's you
0: know. Yeah, it's a it's a huge monster, um and you used to be able to summon those things, but they would be hostile. They would be dangerous. So the warlock would need to enslave the demon and they could hold on to them for like, I don't know, like a minute, five minutes, something like that until they had to enslave them again. So they had like, you had to be like wary, like, okay, okay, this guy, I got to kind of watch over my shoulder and keep this guy guy on a tight leash. Uh, And I remember this was a thing that is like one of my formative experiences in WoW. Because there was this gnome who did the ritual. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. What is he doing? And then he summoned it. And he didn't fucking enslave it. He just <laughs> ran away. <laughs> so you have this massive level 60 monster that's, like, uh, well, way higher than level 60, honestly. Because they were stronger than the, the warlock at the time, right? <laughs> yeah. And it just, like, starts bashing people to death. It, it hit me. And, you know, I died immediately because I, I was a little teeny tiny low level. And the guards are running from Goldshire to fight it. And he's like just one-shotting the guards, just <laughs> punching them to death. And he does AoE damage when he punches, too. So he burns all the other NPCs. And he's just killing everyone in the city. And no one can stop him. Like players are like trying to fight them. <laughs> but you need like a few like high-level players to battle these things because they're really strong back in the day. Yeah. Um, and, and like th- there wasn't any high-level players. Or maybe there were high-level players around, but they weren't strong enough. You know, I, I don't know what happened, but he was just killing people. <laughs> and I, I, I just remember that that was, uh, yeah, that little gnome. What, what a guy!
1: <laughs> Praise be the gnome. I think he's a genius.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't be shocked if it was you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I didn't play warlocks. No, nah, you wouldn't. You'd be a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly mages at the time, although I did play rogues for battlegrounds because I thought battleground rogues are just. Every time I was in a battleground, battlegrounds were my favorite. Even though I did, I did arenas and I did raiding because I wanted the best gear and I wanted to participate in the high level stuff because I figured, well, if I'm going to be a high level, I should do this stuff. But battlegrounds were my actual favorite, and that's why I started playing a rogue because rogues in battlegrounds had some unique advantages.
0: Oh, yeah, you can turn invisible and then you can just abuse the hell out of people with stuns and poisons and all sorts of trickery.
1: Yeah, it it was cool, especially with some of the uh, like the capture the flag or king of the hill type stuff, uh, like a wrathy basin where you have to hold the nodes. Because if there's only yeah, one person, uh, up in I
0: the- enjoyed a basin, like, I love uh, basin. capture the ground, you know, like a uh, territory kind of gameplay,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I liked um, Alterac Valley, even though it was it heavily favored the Alliance. I really enjoyed, or at least during Wrath of the Lich King, it did. It was, it was like somehow like the way they built the map or something. But I really liked Alterac Valley because I liked the really big battlegrounds, and and that at the time I think was the only big one before they introduced that dock one. That was another- oh yeah,
0: back in the day, uh, uh, like uh, Alterac Valley could last for like a week like one match. It was, uh, yeah,
1: it was it could it could last over an hour because you if no you...
0: no it could last a week. Like you'd log in and like it, it would last like a long time.
1: Man, I didn't know it was that long. That's it may funny. have been vanilla though. Okay.
0: Because then it was like uh, it was it was like the raid version of uh Battlegrounds. Gotcha. So like uh you you would have to like get progress on like all these things. Like those mines and stuff like they really mattered. You know, you had to gather resources and like it wasn't just like sending people to attack. You had to send bosses towards the enemy's base and you had to send like you send smaller forces towards them. And every now and then you get enough resource to send a boss and you'd follow the boss into battle. Uh, and it was uh, yeah, it was crazy.
1: That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, I, you could I, still summon monsters later on, but they were they weren't like. Super they were awesome.
0: they were kind of meaningless at at that point, you know. It was just for yeah. fun, right? Like yeah. people wiped those monsters out immediately. Yeah. Now you can still do it. Now I think, but mm, mm, who's going to bother? It's yeah. faster to just run and take things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it used to be a whole thing, like a whole ordeal. Like, uh, yeah, like all the resources in that the uh, place were super useful.
1: That's cool. I I know I missed out on not playing classic WoW and. Also, Classic Wow when Classic Wow came out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, at this point, I do not have the free time to level a character to level 60, especially. No, but I,
0: I also don't think it would feel the same, anyways, because you're not going to have the same kind of community. Like, uh, I, I think a big thing with World of Warcraft is that it happened at the right time in, in history. Yeah. Now, the way video games work now is that they have to be more streamlined and they have to be more convenient because people have lives and also people have other games to play. Back then, you could make things complicated and just outright awful. but that And, and you'd force yourself through it because you didn't have many alternatives. But that also made it fun. That made the memories, right?
1: It, it, it really felt like an achievement. I remember when mounts were, you couldn't have your first mount until you're like level 40 or something. And it was a really long time to wait, and it was expensive. It costs a whole bunch of gold.
0: yeah, like you could be level 40 and it wouldn't fucking matter because you'd still not get the mount. you would not have the money.
1: yeah, exactly. And, and I when I hit level 40, my that friend I was telling you that got me into it he and it was either him or someone in his guild who got me who paid for the mount and the mount training because you, you also had to be trained in the mount to use it. So there were two expenses and I couldn't afford I can only afford like one of them or something, so they paid for the rest. And it was such a big deal. All of a sudden I didn't have to walk everywhere, which takes a really long time. Now you can fly in the original zone or something. You just you know. Yeah, you can do
0: all sorts of shit now. <laughs>
1: no, it's so easy.
0: Yeah. But I, I think that was the, the big nice thing about World of Warcraft. It was like delayed gratification incarnate
1: i think another factor and i think this factor goes can be mirrored in facebook a little bit is that at the time too everybody was about your age when i played world of warcraft everybody was between like 17 and 23 25 you know most people were still young were still in the same age groups everybody got the same references people
0: most were fresh-faced people with lots of time after school
1: exactly and now you get a mix you know you, there, there's people that are in their 60s there are like kids like i, I played with like a 12 year old one time and people were like got really upset at him and he goes "Oh, i'm sorry i'm 12 and everybody's like what <laughs> and yeah. then but that that was shocking at the time but now apparently there's a whole bunch of like really young people that play and i guess it, you know whatever it, it just, it feels different. Kind of like how Facebook was when Facebook was only used by college students. You had Kids to have a college. More,
0: and more sophisticated.
1: It was at least less spammy and less everything. <laughs> it yeah. felt less like <laughs> Facebook now just feels like 4chan or something. Like it's not a fun experience.
0: No, no. I like, uh, I,
1: I, uh... It's, like a, it's like a 4chan used by your aunts and uncles.
0: <laughs> I basically just follow them like, Warhammer groups on Facebook. And that's like I do not even log in. You, I mean, you know
1: how often I log It's, like, once oh, a Oh, yeah,
0: it's impossible to contact you on Facebook. It's, like, not even trying. <laughs> like, I, I have a backlog of random shit that I've sent to you that, like, it's from months ago.
1: Ooh, I should check that out. Yeah, I haven't checked that I'll check my messages this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pencil it into the schedule. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Warhammer, since we're doing a Warcraft episode, yeah. Warcraft ha- has its origins in in Warhammer. Yes. Yeah, like uh, it's obvious. Like the font they use for the logo for Warcraft is almost identical to the old Warhammer font slash the new like the current Games Workshop font, right? Yes. Uh, also, it's called it, the name is very similar. Uh, the setting is quite similar. And also, you know, Warhammer invented the big musu- muscular green orc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Warcraft popularized it. But they- it is not just like, they, they're not just inspired like by one another. It's not like Warcraft was just inspired by Warhammer. Warcraft was Warhammer for the first game. Because uh, they were trying to make their own Warhammer video game. I don't remember if they were working with Games Workshop or uh, if they were just trying to do it on their own and they got stopped by Games Workshop. Uh, but anyway, at, like Games Workshop felt that they weren't respecting the IP. Uh, and so they asked them to stop. But they also did say that they could keep the assets that they had made so far. Which, you know, I would say was like a fiscal mistake considering this sh- massive success that Warcraft turned into. Yes. Uh, although uh, since... Uh, I do think Games Workshop may have made the right call in like not having anyone dilute their IP though cuz now it's like a multi-billion dollar industry with a very unique IP that's only gotten better. Most most game IPs tend to get worse with age but that's not the case for Games Workshop. They they seem to age like wine. Mm. Although like giving up the rights to Warcraft like or like just letting them have the assets that's uh, that was a boo boo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because the orcs, the orcs look identical. the the, the way the, the way they do the, the the shoulder pads and their faces and there's just so much of them that are seem <laughs> yeah. absolutely identical. So,
0: so much of the lore too, like uh, like I, I thought about it earlier when you talked about how in the the early game novel they had like short stories and they have heraldry and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way that was not inspired by War, by Warhammer. Absolutely. Warhammer's all about that shit.
1: I felt cheated because when I when I started getting into the Warhammer universe, which is like you know, long after Warcraft embedded itself in, in into the pure nostalgia part of my brain, uh, yeah. it I started realizing how much of the story, like even Arthas' story, is jacked from someone. Gul'dan, mm-hmm. Gul'dan is the warlock who, in Warcraft Two, tries to open the tomb of Sargeras and get the power that's underneath that's based mm-hmm. off of a bunch of crap from warhammer like they, 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 there's their plot lines were ripped straight from it and it was upsetting because it f- i always felt like it was such a creative universe and then i realized just how flimsy that was yeah <laughs> i felt cheated i was like man this really sticks and now i have a hard time enjoying it and it makes me sad like i can't just <laughs> go back and it's also
0: this. the more you see like the way they evolve the story for Warcraft, it makes me a little sad because it used to be really good, but it's getting worse the more it becomes its own thing.
1: I'm going to complain it's, about two things regarding... The
0: further, the, like, the further back you go, you see more Warhammer in Warcraft, right? And then I feel Warcraft is really good. But the less Warhammer it becomes, like the more unique it becomes, the more they, they, it becomes Blizzard's own thing and less something they copied. Right, yeah. The less good it becomes too, like when when they the more they go away from the Warhammer formula, the worse Warcraft becomes as a franchise. Which is, you know, it's telling, but it's also a little sad because I really love Warcraft. It's like I didn't know about Warhammer until at least ten years after I was introduced to Warcraft.
1: Yeah, I think part of that is well. First, I think the writing later on feels a lot more like fan fiction of itself like they just started writing fan fiction of their own universe and and extrapolated it but there are two things that really upset me the first time that i felt was like an ominous sign that world of warcraft was going to dilute the warcraft lore and this is before i knew about warhammer was was wrath of the lich king they introduced death knights as a playable class and they said okay well death knights are just this thing that everybody has access to and there's a million of them but the thing was is in the original earlier fluff uh Gul'dan had raised the death knights to appeal to an orc lord that had that had wiped out his warlocks he had built yep. this enclave he built the storm clan and he had built he had built this like unit this this clan that he was he, that he was going to use to find the tomb of sargeras well he had been blackmailing this guy named blackhand and that was when Orgrim Doomhammer murdered Blackhand, took over the Orcish horde, wiped out Gul'dan's warlocks and subjugated him and said, yeah. you either bow down to me or I'll kill you. And Goldan, in, in deference to Doomhammer, made a whole bunch of death knights. And the way he made them was he took, he took these acolytes that he still had, uh, they're they, you know, just apprentices, and he brought them out into this altar and he, he did this ritual and he slaughtered all of them, and he took the souls of the warlocks that Doom that, that Orgrim Doomhammer had killed, and he bound the warlock souls into the Aco- or into the acolytes. Um, and he also used knights. I think he used like slain knights of like human.
0: Yeah, it was dead human knights.
1: Yeah. So he he took like this. He took the souls of the warlocks. Put them into the human knights, and then use the acolytes as the sacrifice to do the ritual. So there were a finite number of of death knights.
0: Yeah, it was only his shadow council, right? Yes. every death knight was a warlock from the shadow council.
1: Exactly. So there was a finite number, and then at, Wrath of the Lich King blew that all open, and suddenly there's a bunch of them. And then, like, said, then Cataclysm happened. And that felt more like Dragon Ball Z, because that's that's when it felt like I, I played a little bit of Cataclysm, thinking I was going to keep playing, and I only played for like six months, and I pieced out. But th- at the start of Cataclysm, that's when the story started feeling like it was it, to me. It felt like fan fiction of itself, and then that was then after that, Nathanos happened. Now Nathanos is the Mary Sue piece of crap hero. By yeah, I don't like him. Garbage writer. So this, this, this guy who was writing fan fiction of the Warcraft universe, he, he published these books that, that got made canon, and he wound up as, after, after Blizzards, a lot of their creative talent departed, a lot of them left for other projects, some of them started solo things, some of them moved to Riot when Riot formed League of Legends, like they all, they all moved to that mm. company. So there was a mass exodus of talent and yeah, creative talent.
0: In the and, beginning, like in an old woe, like uh, Nathanos, he was just like a, a quest giver, wasn't he?
1: He he started as a quest giver, but he, in the books, he was a Mary Sue. Like the, the guy's name is is either Nathan, or he was just basing it on a character that he had made in like D&D named Nathan. <laughs> that it's, makes literally, sense. it's literally it's Nathan with O-S like a, at the end.
0: I'm Nathan,
1: but with an O-S. Yeah, it's Nathanos. So... It's Nate who, like, marries Sylvanas or some shit. Like, it's an awful, I don't know what it is. But he's this, like, un- he becomes, he, he, under his direction, under his creative vision, he made Nathanos, like, this major character in the universe. And it, everything about it is just shit. And if you like Nathanos and you wanna, if you want to write me angrily, your opinion is wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, just I, had, say I had no idea about this <laughs> but uh i it all makes perfect fucking sense now because um like i i played world of warcraft up until like i haven't played the current expansion even though here it's quite good but it's like i i, I just kind of lost interest a little bit right mm-hmm. but i played it uh up until the last expansion and played it through the story of that expansion and in the last two expansions, uh, Nathanos has become like a really big character, like uh, like ridiculously big too. Like he's one of the main characters. He's got his own unique model. Yeah, twice. He's like a
1: Thrall or, or or Arthas. You know, he's a yeah,
0: yeah. He's like a he's like a he's like a main guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just so annoying to listen to, and he really feels like kind of like uh, as you say, fan fiction character yeah because like he's uh, he's, you know simping for the dark right yeah uh and he's like just i I, I just hate him (laughs) he feels like he's made to be perfect by someone who made him
1: do you do you know do you know what the mary sue trope is
0: i do know the mary sue trope i'm just trying to not use the word since you already used it and i wanted to feel like i added something to the conversation
1: Hey, well, you did. And, <laughs> yeah, he's just a Mary Sue. He, he he has he has no faults. He's perfect in every way, and he's a major player. And he's literally like,
0: yeah, he's like, oh yeah, but the Banshee Queen really likes him. She hates everyone, but this one she really likes because this one is me. My name is Nate. It's like, oh god, just just ugh, <laughs> throw up.
1: Yeah, I I I've always felt sad about how. I know, you know. After, I you just know that Blizzard's never going to be the same again. Their their mobile Diablo game coming out just to be a an, an app cash grab was was a bad sign.
0: I, I mean, thought that was hilarious. <laughs> they were he was booed on the stage in BlizzCon. Like how difficult it is to be booed at your own convention? Yeah. Right. And his response was, What? You guys don't have phones? It's like, Oh, you arrogant sack of shit. Oh, just, just, he just thinks you can feed anything to the fans and they'll pay you. And I mean, yeah, I I can't really blame him for thinking that because for years that's been the case. (laughs) But oh, the arrogance of saying it out loud, though. Oh.
1: (laughs) I can feel that pain. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, no. So he—he's just—he's just just the stand-in avatar for this guy who became head writer, and and I read one of his books. It's kind—I like—I read the first two Twilight books, so I could hate on them for real, because I felt that was important. Like if I'm gonna shit on this, I should have suffered through it.
0: Are they bad? I've heard that the books are quite nice. No, no, I don't know who told you that. They're wrong. No, I uh, I no one told me that. I just like to give things the benefits of the doubt.
1: <laughs> you just like to hear me
0: angry. <laughs> yeah, it's fun that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's 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 objectively bad writing. Like it's 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 riddled with errors. It's got an overuse of adjectives. It's got all sorts of problems. But his but I read one of his books so I could properly hate on it also. I think I I think I downloaded it for free somewhere. I don't think, I don't think I paid for it. <laughs> i mean i would never do that fly the black sails whatever i don't know what i'm talking about so anyway (laughs) i don't know there was another boss going back to stuff that you could kite into cities there was another uh guy that just kind of want like lumbered around the badlands and his name was lord kazak and he was a boss that every time he killed somebody he would regain all his health and level up, and he'd get just a little bit stronger. So it Wait,
0: was was he like a like a centaur? He
1: no, he wasn't a centaur. He was a demon. He, he was a winged demon. He had wings and he had a big sword. Uh, looked like one of Cloud's swords from Final Fantasy VII, just like this massive thing. And I don't he, know
0: what that is, but he, he so he was like a uh oh, like like a Doomguard
1: then. Kinda yeah, bigger. Bigger, bigger. He he bigger. was he was like a big raid boss that just kind of walked around.
0: Yeah, did he have four legs or two legs? Two. Uh probably a doomguard. Hoof, hoof legs. Yeah, it's probably a
1: doomguard. Yeah, if he had wings. He must head, have a, head, head and horns of a bull.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like yeah, it looks like a bloodthirster from uh, from Warhammer, right? Uh yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, a, yeah he does. That's a doomguard. So anyway, he he was walking around and he would level up and restore all his health every time he killed somebody. So people would kite him into cities and he would just murder a bunch of like low-level people and get strong real fast so nobody could kill him. Did
0: he level up? Like there was an NPC that leveled up?
1: Yeah, he got stronger.
0: Wow, I didn't know that could happen. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, like, like the, goal, the goal of the fight, or maybe, maybe I'm wrong... This is this is you know these are all things that I like remember. His main his name might not even be Lord Kazak, but these are uh, he would definitely get his health back. But he would just go into a city and slaughter people because he was a raid boss for high level for like max level players. But you know you can't you can't burst him down when he's busy slaughtering NPCs.
0: Yeah, and he's healing people like you think like you got him, but then he kills the meat vendor and he's back.
1: Yeah. They moved him. They moved him to Hellfire Peninsula. He's one of the guys that walked around on in, in the Burning Crusade. So oh, if you like, okay. if you got too close to him, he would come after you and kill you. Oh, that's cool. Um, they kept him alive. They kept him around. I don't know if he's still in the game. He's, I haven't played in. I'm
0: trying to remember him in Hellfire Peninsula, but all I remember is that big, like uh, you know, that fell engine thing. Oh yeah, no, it's that like... was terrifying. Which is massive like and we are talking massive like it is bigger than most buildings in the game (laughs) bigger than any building i can think of in the game it is a towering fucking monstrosity mechanical monstrosity (laughs) and it shakes the ground where it walks so it shakes in the game right and you can hear these howling like mechanized yeah howls basically uh, from far away. But somehow, this thing that is, like, at least a 100 meters tall, right? <laughs> it shakes the ground when it walks near you. And these, like, mechanical howls, you can hear them miles away, right? <laughs> somehow, this thing always managed to sneak up on me. Huh. <laughs> I'd be sitting in Hellfire Peninsula, like mining an ore or something, like feeling like a happy little miner, and oh. then, like, I wouldn't even notice the tremors in the ground as this thing is approaching me. Maybe I was watching something like on another screen. Actually, no, I can't. Duck, there's like a tower-sized monster comes up and sneaks a test. I'd probably read Donald duck while playing wall Wo- wall, uh, and then you know. You hear the howl, and you like just jump in your chair. You turn around, and the thing is just squashing you, because you know there's no way you can fight it.
1: <laughs> That's really funny.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious. It's 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 like a walking mountain that sneaks up on you, even though there's nothing sneaky about it whatsoever. It's the
1: least sneaky thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was it wasn't fast. Like it, you can you can. I mean, I think if it gets too close, it, like, sp- speeds up and you can't get away. But- yeah, I
0: mean, if it wants you, you will never get away from it. Because, it, 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 I mean, it walks, like, for it, it takes a long step.
1: I you seem know, to remember big... being able, it, it has to be kind of close. I, I can't yeah. imagine. I'm, I'm really having a tough time picturing this sneak attacking anything. This is like Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it really it really isn't able to do so, but with me it managed to find a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, Dungeons I,
1: and Dragons, it's like a bunch of perfect twenties in a row, you know.
0: Just... <laughs> honestly, I think I think I'm just a prime target for any rogue. Because if that thing can ambush me, anything can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a, a, a freighter ship, but with legs.
1: I I always liked my favorite part of the Burning Crusade the Outlands was Netherstorm because I thought it was so cool because they, they talk about the the twisting nether a lot which you know paralleling Warcraft's universe is just the chaos realms but yeah. they talk about the twisting nether a lot and I I thought it was a really neat idea and that it, they stole
0: no I'll stop <laughs>
1: It was it was cool going out to Netherstorm and seeing all the rocks broken up, like out into the universe, and, and and you can see it it looks it's kind of like a a more visible aurora borealis kind of like whipping through the sky, and
0: yeah, it was so cool. extremely alien and magical.
1: Yes, it was it was the most magical place, and it was one of the final questing zones. Like it was the mag- it was like the 68 yeah. to 70 questing zone. And the music was I still have the music on my computer and I still listen to it at least once a month, if not more. I really like it. And when I finished playing uh Wow, I sent my mage character, I sent Sterility out into Netherstorm. And I like I put him on one of the floating rocks out there. And that's where I logged off. That was like the last time I logged in. So he's you know, in my mind, he's still up there. He like retired, and that's where he's at, just kind of chilling out.
0: I think that's that's a that's a beautiful symbolic gesture you did for your character.
1: He deserved it. He had a lot of hard fights.
0: Yeah, he earned that. slaughtering yeah. people in the jungle.
1: And and thinking about it, I thought about it more logically than I should have, maybe. But he's undead, so he doesn't need to eat. There's nothing to eat out there. Like he can't. If I was going to retire, like a human. I would probably send them down to like Stormwind or something, you know. So no, it's
0: okay because he's a mage. He can conjure food, man.
1: That's true. If, if if he was a mage, what if he's like a warrior?
0: Oh, then he's fucked. But you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it seems it seems the perfect. Fill
0: bags with meat.
1: <laughs> Just bags of raw meat. Send him out into the wild somewhere. <laughs>
0: yeah. Survive. Survive or die.
1: That's how you get attacked by wildlife. <laughs> yes,
0: it's just like there's a quest where you have to find the backpack because there's an item you want, and then you <laughs> see your character with a bunch of blood and chunks of meat and a like a bunch of bears you have to kill to get the stuff.
1: How how frustrating of a game mechanic would that be? Like, okay, so you take you put the meat in your bags, but it's it's raw, so it's bloody meat. So then you take the meat out of your bags only to find out you lost too much fluid so now you don't have enough weight in raw meat to finish the quest so either you scrape it out of your backpack somehow you hope there's like a puddle or you have to go get more meat
0: see at first i thought you were going to say how frustrating would it be if like meat in your bags attracted predators and i was like actually that'd be a cool mechanic but what you just described sucks ass Sucks ass with the straw god what a mechanic (laughs)
1: <laughs> like you have to bring someone like a glass full of alcohol, but like if you if you take too long, too much of it evaporates. so You bring it to him. He's like, "This isn't the full drink." I'm gonna go yell at the bartender, and you fail the quest or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of your game design, man. I got to say.
1: <laughs> and any game I design would would, would involve scaven, and I'd be
0: yeah, it'd be hell. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not even gonna describe the game. I already know it, and it's hell.
1: It's it's Vermintide, but backwards. You play as the tide.
0: Yeah, and there's like <laughs> five people in the fucking. Actually, they only get to play four at a time, and you get to slaughter them.
1: There's no, you know what? That's fine. There can be a whole village. I'll take a whole village because then you can kill more people.
0: Yeah, that's good because you need food for the slaves.
1: That's right. Well, the, the slaves can also be food. They double as yeah, slaves. It's, it's slaves
0: you know. <laughs> If, if if things are going well they get to eat. If things aren't going so well they get to be. Eaten.
1: Yeah, and, and you know what I play I play Skaven correctly, which means I open fire on my own troops.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a shame in, in Total Warhammer that uh some of the Skaven units like they they'll just won't fire into like allies. You can you work know, like some- work fire throwers. They like I think in their description on the tabletop at least it says that they'll just fire directly into their allies to make sure they hit like it makes them more precise right mm, yeah cuz the slaves will hold people in place yeah um but they they will not do that in uh, in the game which is such a shame that is a shame i've never changed that for warhammer
1: 3 <laughs> i hope they change sieges for warhammer 3
0: oh yeah i hope they change a lot of things man like diplomacy pisses me
1: off diplomacy would be nice it is nice you can abandon settlements but you should also be able to trade them
0: yeah yeah you'd be able to trade regions because you know my ally is not going to abandon his settlement in my province yeah right and i really don't want to wipe him out just because i want to finish my province
1: i think the one other thing that i want to say about warcraft is is more of just kind of a i i wish it wasn't so expensive to buy a whole bunch of accounts and set it up because at one time I had played with I was this this family that was running heroics there were four of them and they just needed someone to heal and Mm -hmm. I was on my paladin I was healing them through the dungeons and they had like there was like an 11 year old like a 14 year old and then the parents and all four of them played together and i thought that was really really cool and we're starting to get to the point where the kids and my my kids are old enough that we can do a lot of family games we'd like family board games and video games and if it wasn't so expensive and also it's it's kind of addictive so i I'm, I'm i'm kind of hesitant about introducing it to the kids but it would be really cool to have that as like a family strategy thing i think they would get a lot out of it
0: yeah you know what i'm going to I'm going to recommend that you get like Divinity um, Original Sin 2 uh, to play with your kids because I, I think they would love it. I think you would have a blast with them and there's a lot of strategy It has a really good story too.
1: Could you do it as a I guess you could kind of do it as a one player thing where everybody just plays certain characters in battle. You know? What do you mean? Because I have Divinity 2 I just haven't played very much of it so yeah,
0: you know, we're gonna play it together you and i
1: yeah okay i'm down for that i'm down for that
0: yeah yeah uh, cool. it's uh it's my favorite rpg of all time
1: okay all right cool nice. i i i went down to the beach and i fought that dude and i barely beat him and he killed two of my guys and i haven't touched it since
0: that's okay that's okay um next week we will play it together okay all right sounds
1: good awesome sounds good. all right well do you have anything else you want to say about warcraft
0: uh not really. It's uh I wanna say that even though we bitched a lot about it, uh we only bitch because we love it. That's true. You know? It's uh, we grew up with it, it's been a huge part of our lives. Uh, and uh even though I'm not super happy with the direction the franchise has taken, I still pay attention to the story every now and then and I like it's it's not as good as Warhammer. But facts. I love it in its own way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like have it's like that one redheaded kid you have when you have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna be as good as the other kids, but you still love him.
1: I haven't seen Frank in a while. He's been in my basement.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Throw him a couple of extra fish heads now, as you know, memory for all times.
1: I got to make sure that Paul's still bringing down his meals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Paul does look like he's gotten a lot stronger lately. He might not be sharing anymore smell from the basement
1: (laughs) (laughs) um no that's a that's a very sweet sentiment and i and i'd like to echo that because it's true i mean even though it kind of hurts to see kind of how slap shot it's become just because it was such a big part of my life and formative stuff like honestly i i have warcraft one through three i have more sentimental it holds more sentimental value for me than wow ever did just because that's i played that i started i started playing that in in like fourth grade in elementary schools when i started warcraft one and two and i love the story and i thought it was interesting and it tied in with fantasy because i was always a big fantasy geek and i don't know it, it i've just grown with it and now as it's matured I have, and I, I don't really appreciate it anymore, but...
0: I want to I say one thing, actually, that I think may have been where Warcraft went wrong. Okay. I think the problem with World of Warcraft, at least, is that they tried to focus too much on, like, character-driven stories, and that was never the strength of Warcraft. The strength of Warcraft was always the, the world itself. Like, the main character in World of Warcraft was the world. The second, the story started focusing too much on the faction leaders, uh, and the various characters. Blizzard's like shortcomings as as writers became very clear. Uh, I think I think I think that it was a lot better when the characters like Thrall and stuff, they didn't really have a lot of story to them. They were just kind of there, and they were impressive, great characters that were kind of in the background. Like it was about you and the world you were exploring and i think i think that was the golden age of warcraft because because of that basically i think the best character in that franchise is the world itself not the people in it
1: i can see that i think the format itself is not conducive to great storyline because an mmo is about everybody being the main character right so if you join if you join a raiding party with 39 other players all 40 of you are the protagonist which doesn't really work so yeah. it, it doesn't instead of feeling like a group effort i mean this is kind of what you said just kind of in a different vein i guess
0: yeah it's, yeah it's it we're saying the same thing but you're adding a different take on it so like you're a different uh, aspect of it you know yeah and that's,
1: that's interesting because i've always felt that this was the issue but I've never thought about it the way that you just said it, which I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, well, right back at you, buddy. <laughs> Word. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been Moot. Please follow us on Twitter at The Moot Podcast and visit us at The Moot Subreddit. Peace out.